Hey, go-getters, I believe you must go after your divine purpose and live in your truth. You must be ready to achieve your goals if you're listening to this podcast. I'm Reb D, a gold digger coach. It's not about wanting more. It's about getting your piece of the pie and enjoying it. Please do me a favor and rate this podcast and write a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers and share this podcast link with others who are ambitious like yourself. And remember, a better you makes a better world. Last week, we talked about discipline and success. And tonight's topic is going to be discipline and responsibility. And I just want to highlight a good friend of mine that um, came down here several years ago to do a uh, show with my husband. I met this young lady called Akiva. And they all stayed here at my house because it was going to be a fashion show. Sean was doing a fashion show. And all these ladies came here and I met a lot of people and uh, me and Akiba started talking and she said, oh, I heard you're into doing a lot of background. And I said, yeah, I'm like a regular now on Greenleaf and I just love it. You know, I said, I'm just learning new skills while I'm waiting to get my job. (laughs) You know, I hadn't gotten the job yet. And she said, oh, I used to do that a while ago, but I got away from it. You know, she's a graduate of Howard University and she has a degree in um, engineering, uh, le- uh, engineering um, she's an engineering electrician. And um, so she was already had a great job, but she said her passion was to act. And that had to be back in 2016. So we became, we became friends and um, Akiba started letting me know she's getting back into things and I started uh, following her and seeing all the things that she was getting into. So last year uh, around this time I saw Akiba get into a movie on BET and I was so excited for it. It was one of their Christmas movies that she had a part and and she had a speaking part and I was so excited for I said oh Akiba I remember when you were talking about you know finding the strength to get back into it and you did it. So um, I, we did an interview and I posted her interview today because last night I watched her in the lead role of, of a production put on by DC Black um, Broadway. And they were doing the Golden Girls and she was rosy. And when I tell you, it was so nice to see her live her dream. And then it was over all the people that wanted to shake her hand and all kind of stuff. And it just, it just confirmed what we are doing here at Gold Table Talk because the energy that that is going forth on people that have decided to take control and say, hey, I'm going to live my passion. And once again, this is a lady with an uh, engineering degree from from Howard decided that she wants to, had not studied, you know, 
um, acting and went back and got herself a coach. How about that? Got herself a coach and an acting coach and she went all in. And now I really would like for you guys to go out and listen to that podcast. I put it in, I put it in the group for anybody that just wants to hear some inspiration. And I, you know, when you guys uh, do your thing, I want to interview because it gives so much hope and encouragement to somebody. You know, we, we certainly going to honor Deborah with an interview on her path of getting her real estate license. You know, she too, years ago, she told you she, it was just too much. It wasn't the right time. And now she went back and now she's definitely a gold digger who has come back with a vengeance because she did the necessary things to um, get her real estate license and now actually has a job doing it. So we just want to clap for Deborah. We just want to clap for Deborah again and, and keep that kind of momentum going. And I encourage you, you to share stories because it's in those stories that we find hope <laughs> and encouragement and inspiration. So um, tonight, once again, our topic is going to be on self-discipline and responsibility. We have our recording, but I have, I'm going to pick from our proverb box here, and I'm going to pick a card tonight, and I want you to listen to it and see how it speaks to your spirit and maybe give us some feedback uh, on this icebreaker. And it's... um, pulling from the box. I want you guys to see me pull from this box. And it says, the Lord uh, light penetrates the human spirit, exposing every hidden motive. Proverbs 20, 27. I'm going to read that again. The Lord light penetrates the human spirit and exposes every hidden motive. How does that speak to you? And while you're thinking, I'm going to just read it one more time. The Lord light penetrates the human spirit. And that alone just, you know, please God, search me. And exposing every hidden motive. And, um, you know, um, it's all about having those right motives. You know, so of course, we can have the not so right motives and um in what we're doing you know and um as it relates to goals you know um have the right motives uh make sure they are in alignment right with what god would have us to do right so anybody else does that scripture speak to anybody else mm having right motives. It says the Lord's light penetrates the human spirit, exposing every hidden motive. <laughs> well, if you don't have anything to, to add to that, I can say this. Uh, oh, Tabitha says something. It says to me, you can't hide nothing from God. Amen to that. You can't hide nothing from God. Thank you, Tabitha. That's right. We can. We can. And when we're conscious of that, right? And sometimes when we're not conscious, you know, we're just uh, having these thoughts. But when you really realize that 
that spirit is um, in tune to what's going on. It has penetrated your spirit. You know, we we become um, conscious. We become more God conscious, if you will, to uh, arrest those wrong motives and and get them in alignment with what God would have us to do. So definitely, Tabitha, Tabitha, we can't hide anything from God. Anybody else before we move on? Okay. I don't know. Okay, the one thing I'd like to say that comes to my mind is what God has for you is, is for you. And sometimes I think that we're not too sure what God has for us, but he only has the best for you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a lot of times, like this young lady had a dream and that dream was something God had for her. Amen. Yes. And she had to pursue it though. You have she to, had to do go and work. get it. Yeah, that's she had to go and get it. Work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You know what? God has so much for us, right? And um, we have to be God conscious and sensitive to the power of the Holy Spirit to get those confirmations when we go to God and say, "Hey, God, you know." this this is yearning burning in my spirit and you know speak to god about those um purposes you know and 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 see what happens you know so yep that's good you know he he obviously endowed her with some incredible talent (laughs) and she was you know using it as an electrical engineer but she had all this you know other entertainment talent you know I don't know if anybody ever tried Broadway before, but Broadway is harder than um, anything. Broadway is is live, dynamics, right then and there. And you got to remember those lines. Broadway is very hard. And um, so her talent has gone from the, the movie screens and, and into Broadway. So it's just amazing, you know, that at her age, and you know she says she talked about her age in the podcast hey you know some people think it's too late <laughs> and I think as long as we have breath in our body and a reasonable amount of health we, we can, can still uh, do what God called us to do so that's what I believe we have just listened to No Excuses by Brian Tracy chapter 3 and now we're going to have our discussion listen uh, I see Gigi first, Brenda second, Deborah third, and, and Lisa four. So what I want to do is just ask the question, what in that um, episode resonated with you and why? What in that episode resonated with you and why? And okay, you want me to go first? Well, first yeah. of all, he sounds like a mental health therapist. Believe me. You know, when you start taking responsibility for what goes on in your life, then 
you can move your life forward. But most people tend to blame everybody else for why their life is not what they want it to be. And uh, I just thought he was so good because he made you just look at yourself. And uh, I, I just want to say this as he was talking, one of the things that uh, I had to deal with uh, this this week was I had loaned out some money and they were supposed to give it back to me and they didn't give it back to me. So I'm saying, oh my heavens, what a mess I'm in. But then I had to realize I gave it freely. It was my, you know, it was my choice. I didn't have to do it. Nobody beat me up to do it, put a gun to my head. And so I have to take the responsibility that, okay, that was my choice. I did it. Now, how I'm going to handle this situation, the second time this comes around, you know, I have to think about that and see how I will handle it. But I have to take responsibility. I can't be annoyed or mad. I have to take responsibility. It was my choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I loved it. I I just thought he was good. He, He was... He was very good in how people blame their parents because of this and they blame everybody because of that and my childhood was this and my childhood was that. It's just really excuses. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah, he, he was very good um, letting us know how this could be a waste of time. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, this could be uh, rob us of our lives, and it has robbed a lot of people of their entire life trying to get over something that they can't do anything about. You know, it's like that ship has sailed. There's there's nothing you can do about it. But you know, as far as you taking responsibility of lending someone. That is what we call a risk. You, that is the risk right out the gate that when you lend somebody something that you may not get it back. So the risk is, can I handle it if I don't give it back? You know, And those are some of the things that I have learned down through the years. You know, I, I'm at the mindset, if somebody asks me for it, I'm, I, I believe that you need it. And, um, and I will give it. But it becomes, but if if it becomes a pattern where, you know, you're you're making the uh, responsibilities that I'm going to give it back at a certain time, you know, and 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 you never do, then that turns that morphs into something else. Now, you know, we're just enabling a, a situation, and and who wants to, you know, do that? So yeah, I I, I hear you. We have to take responsibility so that was a good one i'm glad you brought that up and uh, and yes you can see that he has learned um how the mind works and 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 how you can make yourself sick over you know things you can't do nothing about that's why i just love the serenity prayer i mean it's it's good to have that thing just hang it up somewhere because it will balance you out when you get unbalanced about a situation you know accept the things 
I cannot change in the wisdom to know the difference, you know? So, and yeah, your responsibility in it all is, is at the core of it. Okay. Thank you, Gigi. That was good. Sister Robinson, what did you hear? Um, I, Miss Gigi said a whole lot there and uh, <laughs> I uh, totally agree with a lot of the things she said and what he said was you know he hit the nail on the head when he said at the end of the day a lot of our relationships instead of blaming the other person we have to look at ourselves and see what do we contribute to those issues so that really kind of stuck with me as well because a lot of us um, in our relationships it's all about what they did but we never look at ourselves to say okay well that's the reason you know what was my place on um, the situation and also uh, about taking responsibility for your actions like uh, it's always an excuse for us not getting something done um, I own two daycare centers and you know a lot of times you hear excuses why we can't get things done so, you know, I like the fact that now I have something to really go back and take to them and say, you know, we just have to take a look in the mirror <laughs> and understand that that responsibility lies with us. We can't make excuses. We just have to move forward and, I, and make it happen. So basically, like you said, there are no excuses. Very good. So that's what I got out of it. Yeah, it's it's. It's no excuses, you know, and 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 that's what the whole book is about. No excuses, you know. We have to take responsibility, you know, and and that is is so important. And um, you know, I'm sure as being a leader and a business owner and having to be, um, you know, in charge of your employees that you're daycares you you must hear a lot of excuses <laughs> absolutely absolutely yes. yeah and, and, and taking responsibility for myself as well you know I we look at um you know even weight loss well I can't eat right because I'm busy doing this or I'm busy doing that so you know it's always an excuse so you know, I think I, I'm like Miss Gigi. It was, you know, he's wonderful because at the end of the day, you have to take a real good look in the mirror and understand a lot of our problems kind of begin with us. Yes, yes, yes. I remember reading a book by Ayanna Van Dez, was one of her earlier books. One day my soul just opened up, and I remember being in a book club with my my girlfriends and one of the things she said that you know sometimes we're playing the re the lead role in our destruction we're, we're playing the lead role here you know and yeah yes yes and um and also how we have created the monster <laughs> now it's like oh now we want to you know retrain this this monster that that we may have created uh, had a hand in uh, creating. So yeah, we're, we're playing the lead role. And he came to that epiphany when he was sitting in his apartment, you know, that, you know, this was not a dress rehearsal, that he was in a full-blown role of his life and that he needed to do something. 
And may my mother-in-law rest in peace. One of her biggest sayings was, this is not a dress rehearsal. I can't tell you how many times she said that, but there was so much truth. This, this is it. <laughs> and this is, you know, life is truly uh, what we're going to make it in the time that God has allowed us to do just that. So that, that was good, Sister, Sister Robinson. Absolutely. You know, what role are we playing as well? You know, okay. All right. Our next one is, who do I say? I think that was. Yes. Yeah, oh, you... um, I... oh, is it me or Lisa? It's it okay. is. It is you. Lisa was last. Okay. I think the biggest problem, even myself as young Deborah, as older Deborah, is facing yourself. It's easy to blame everybody else for you know all all of your reason why you didn't meet your goals especially because i was married and trust me everything was his fault when i when we divorced and it took a therapist to let me see myself it's like we don't want to see ourselves we, it's easier to blame everybody else and as an older mature adult i try to practice that every day when I see myself talking about anyone or blaming anyone or making excuses because I even have that up in my office no excuses it just reminds me you know you you can't there's no excuses there's no excuses you know Mm -hmm. so um I really enjoyed the guy I um would like to hear it again I I got a lot out of it Deetra um Mm -hmm. really good pointers tonight and Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff I still see myself so every day is a work in progress and you know you can see it when you see people always talking about other people you know we have to focus on ourselves we have to Mm -hmm. be better ourselves you know I realize when we focus on other people and other things because we're hiding from the monster you know by ourselves you know the person in the mirror you know so if anything I've learned that as a mature adult okay okay well that that's good that's good you know um having to take responsibility responsibility for your role in a situation you know sometimes people don't want to look in the mirror they don't want to to look in the mirror and take responsibility it's just so easy to blame <laughs> it's it's so and the easy truth hurts. yeah the truth hurts. <laughs> yes yes um you know he he was saying and i took this little note here that um you know the core of anger is blaming someone, you know, that's the core of, of anger, you know, and, um, yeah, that, that is true. That's the core of it. People are mad about something that someone else did, you know, to them. And that can be a complete waste of time. So you might as well just, you know, Try to see what your role is and to move on, and that's how and playing victim. I and playing victim. victim. Yes. Oh my that's God. What he said. And I and see it so much, and so it helps yeah. me work on myself because I see it. I didn't see it before, but I see it now. So okay, amen. We're, we're all a work in progress, you know. Um, we're all a work in progress, and and that's that's the thing. We're we're learning, and we're 
doing something called self-mastery. You know, we we didn't come out trying to master ourselves. As he explained, we were always like under instruction of something else. And even society, society is going to get a job. And da, da, da. Everybody always is telling us what to do. And then when we try to really self-master ourselves, that's when we take control and say, okay, let me fix all it is and get this all all right and and work on yourself and continue to learn and whatever you know like the other books that whatever you need to learn more of you need to go out there to learn it to self-improve yourself so yeah that that was very good he he really said a lot of things and you can see that he is definitely an authority on self-mastery because he is obviously um, paid his dues and now he is um, trying to help others which is which is wonderful with no excuses you know sometimes people write these books because they're so mad how much time they wasted and they don't want anybody else to waste any time on things that you really can't do anything about but change ourselves you know take responsibility and change ourselves and um, make decisions make uh, better choices in in our um, you know our situations, so we can be accountable. You know, you want to be proud. Say, yeah, I, okay, I'm responsible for that. Yeah, okay, okay. Sometimes you make mistakes, but you can take responsibility <laughs> and learn from that mistake, and that's that's the good news. You know, we're we're, we're still learning. All right, thank you. Um, Deborah, and I'm going to go on to Sister Turner. Sister Turner, before you go on, um, uh, didn't you have a birthday? It's coming. It's on Easter Sunday. I just start oh. celebrating early. Okay, okay. <laughs> Easter Sunday, everyone. Lisa has we'll a. Okay, we won't forget that. 55. <laughs> Yes, 55. So um, I felt like he was chronicling my life journey for the last 30 years. I'm I'm sitting here right now, standing in front of my bookshelf in my living room with all of my self-help books. I have a T.D. Jake section. I have uh, Dr. Phil. I have Seuss Orman for the finance. I have a young LeVan Zant. Um, I only am interested in reading things that help me better myself and I've been that way for over 30 years um you know I I'm some people say oh I like love novels and I can get lost in it nope mm -mm. no I I got enough love nonsense going on in my life I don't need to read other people's (laughs) and so I literally starting from when he started talking about the self-help books all the way through to you know blaming yourself taking accountability the childhood woes Literally, it's been a nonstop journey for me for the last 30 years. Um, and when you start to know better, God expects you to do better. Amen. And, and holds you accountable for it. <laughs> so there's um, uh, uh, responsibility in your learning once you get it. Mm-hmm. And then there's loss in your execution of what you've learned because people don't like to be told no. People don't like to be told I can't. People don't like to be told I deserve better. People don't want to um, endure the the fruits of your self growth. Mm -hmm. 
And so it can be lonely at times as you try to work on yourself and better yourself because people who are not there just don't understand. They can't relate. It's like going in one ear and out the other. And, you know, you may hear you've changed. You're not the same. You're not the way you used to be. You're, you know, it, they, they, they put it on you that something's different and say, well, thank you. I'd like to think I've grown, <laughs> right? I've changed on purpose. I, it's, it's called personal growth. Um, and so just as you're taking the journey to do all those things that he's, you know, saying that we should do, and it's a never ending battle because the devil will always try to pull you back and make you think that what you've heard and what you've learned is not the right thing. As soon as he puts somebody in front of you that gives you opposition, and you know just keep pushing through you just got to keep pushing through and know that it's right and that those folks that are being used to take you off course and distract you um will be okay and one yeah. day they'll come back and say oh oh okay now i get it you know now i get it and if they don't that's okay too but yeah, it was very, very enlightening. And like I said, I felt like my grandma used to say, you know, stop talking about me. Felt like, you, you know, you pulled the covers back on me and exposed me. It's so, like in church, the pastor's preaching. You're like, why do you look like they're talking right to me? Right, exactly. <laughs> and 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 your your mother-in-law is, I, I've shared with you before, is one of the people who encouraged me to move to Georgia when I wanted to go because my mom was like, oh, that's too far and you don't know anybody. and. You know, and your mother was said, this is not a dress rehearsal, Lisa. You only got one life. She's like, oh, well, your mother will be okay. She said, I'll be here with her. Go ahead. Wow. Do what Look you need that. to do. Yeah. And I used to have many talks with her about how I wanted to leave because I was playing. You know, I had the idea for six years before I actually moved. And in those last six years of uh, being in Georgia, I spent plenty of time with her, um, you know, probably two or three times a week, you know, a couple of hours at a time on any given day. And so, yeah, it, it was... Uh, she was definitely insightful um, with that phrase and um, <laughs> yes. the, the, and the lending money thing. <laughs> I got to a point where if I couldn't afford to just give it to the person, I would no longer lend it. And if it's an emergency situation and I really can't afford to give it to you, it has to be an emergency. And I have to know that you are a good steward with your money because the only reason I have money for you to borrow is because I sacrificed something. I sacrificed splurging. I may have sacrificed getting my hair done every Amen. week the way I used to, or I sacrificed getting my nails done the way I used to so that I can have a little money on the side. If you come up to me with, you know, $100 nails and $200 hair, and you know, you're wearing designer clothes and I haven't shopped in three months, then you might need to change your priorities instead of borrowing my money. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to I like to understand people's spending habits mm. and how they have their own life structured before I'm going into my coffers to give them what I've sacrificed for, um, and that's through experience and being burned and you know and just right. Uh, right. and 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 typically you know people who don't know how to budget who have to have immediate gratification who are not ever going to sacrifice anything. Um, to to say for a rainy day are the quickest people to say, oh, I just need it for a minute. Oh, can I borrow it? Oh, I'll give it back up oh, till payday. Oh, you know, and then it's like, oh, okay. Hmm. And then as soon as you give it sometimes, if you really couldn't afford it and they said it was an emergency, 
here comes your emergency mm. of your mm. own. So, right. So yeah, it's nice right. to be nice, but you really have to, um, you know, people have to be a good steward of their own. Like you said, you don't want to enable people. Um, you know, you just have to be careful and know who, know who's who. You know. Yep. No. No. Who's who? Because you don't want to stop lending because of a bad situation. You know. So we we have to just be conscious of of certain people and make it a teaching moment. You know. Uh, maybe you could. It's a time to you could help somebody not get in that situation again and allow it to be uh, a teaching moment. You know, because we are charged to do that as well. <laughs> you know, to um, to teach something that will stop someone from doing, you know, the same thing again. Even if they don't receive it, you have said it. <laughs> yeah. And I've gotten to the point now too, where sometimes this is a test. They'll say, can I borrow it? And I only give it if I really know I don't need it back, but I tell them I do need it back mm-hmm. just to see right. how they're going to treat that situation. It could be something as small as $25, mm-hmm. you know? You can't count somebody else's money. You can't assume that somebody doesn't need $25 back because you were in a situation where that $25, you had to come borrow it from me. So you can't assume based on how I live or how much you think I make that I don't need my $25 back. Now, when you go to hand it back to me, I might say keep it, but you need to come back. Right, right. Okay, well, that that was very good. That was very good. Um, for those of you it, that want to hear it again, um, it's no excuses by uh, uh, what's his name again? Hold on, Brian Tracy. And if you get it on Audible, um, if you if you use Audible, you probably can get it um, for free. You know, so you can go out there and check on Audible. Uh, the Power Self Discipline No Excuses by Brian Tracy, and he was quite. Um, Thorough. Next week is self-discipline and goals. <laughs> so maybe we have earned our way up now to talk about goals now that he's pulled the layers back on some of the things that we need to um, work on. So thank you, Lisa. You you said a lot there. You did. And um, thank you for even just remembering Joan and, and, and the power of her voice and helping you make a decision in your life. So bless you. And um, all right, anybody else before we close out? I wanted to say something. We had a young lady um, do a sermon at church and it was all about, it was either a blessing or a lesson. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I tell her I would never forget that. Either something is a blessing or you're having a lesson. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved it. I loved it. You know, it is a blessing or a lesson. Either you're going to yeah. learn something. Something. So. Yes. We, I just we, we, we can look at that and say, God's, God's not wasting our time. <laughs> He's setting us up for something. And um, when we realize that God is in control of it all, it kind of minimizes what anybody else is doing. You know, it's between you and God, you know. What is this about? You start looking at things in a a whole nother perspective, you know. So, and then anger is not even the thing because you have rised above it. What was I supposed to learn from this? (laughs) So once again, you know, it's 
be conscious that we are doing self-mastery. We have some things that, you know, we can improve and and go out there and learn it and, and improve so we we can do better and, and reach um, some of the goals we have down. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. I'm sure this podcast is going to um, really be good. Um, once again, the, the takeaways here tonight is the antidote is what? Anybody remember what the antidote was? No. Okay. Well, the antidote is action. So as we take action towards um, these situations and take responsibility and take action, that is the antidote. And that we are to um, look at the situations. And, you know, he had a lot of questions, but the questions were, were about taking responsibility for our finances, taking responsibility for our family relationship, taking responsibility for someone that we are angry at taking responsibility to um, uh, our unhappiness, you know, taking responsibility into that. So there was quite a few things that he said in those questions that we need to um, look at and take uh, responsibility for and not have any excuses. And maybe we should write down excuses that we are that we have made up in our mind as second natures, you know, or this, is this an excuse or is this for real? Like we, we need to look at, look at that as well. So anyway, I'm going to close this out in prayer and thank you everyone for joining tonight. Heavenly father, dear God, Lord, we just love you and adore you. Father, we just thank you for the way you have shined in our life and father that we are to take responsibility and accountability for this life that you have given us. So Father, we ask that you uh, continue to enlighten us and that the power of the Holy Spirit will continue to illuminate our path, oh God, so we can walk in the way that you would have us to walk and achieve the goals that you would have us to achieve. So hear our prayers, oh God. Please bless these gold diggers here and the ones that are going to listen to this podcast. Hear our prayers, oh God, and a special blessing for Lisa as she goes forth to celebrate life, health, and strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, Radical Gold Diggers. I hope you got a gold nugget out of this podcast to help you nail your goals. Please do me a favor and rate this podcast and write a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers and share this podcast link with others who are ambitious like yourself. And remember, a better you makes a better world.